It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling for Monday, September 21st, 2020. We're brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. My only dentist the last 26 years. Call him, 317-849-2933. He and his team, they're ready to help you, baby. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts, who did not need any help yesterday, dental or otherwise, to shellac the Minnesota Vikings Beat them 28-11. to 11. It actually wasn't that close. Let's talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. The ugly, of course, the injuries. Malik Hooker out for the season with the torn Achilles. Paris Campbell out indefinitely with a PCL and MCL injury. MCL, it cooks. Not so much where it comes to Paris Campbell. So that is Marlon Mack down, Jack Doyle down temporarily, we hope. Uh, Paris Campbell out indefinitely. Malik Hooker out for the season you got guys who are out, and they're going to have to figure some things out. Thankfully, Julian Blackman steps into the breach for Malik Hooker and played really, really well. Uh, let's talk about the good. Phillip Rivers, really, really good yesterday. 19 of 25 for 214 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. He was outstanding. And his play of the game may be a little bit controversial because he didn't gain any yards in doing it, but it gave me hope that this offense can be a little bit more one or more multidimensional and might be a little bit tougher to prepare for for opposing defenses. Mo Ali Cox, terrific yesterday. Five catches, 111 yards. Last year, he totaled 93 yards receiving. Yesterday, he eclipsed that by 18 yards. Last year, not many targets, right? Something like nine targets, for God's sake. And yesterday, he had five catches. Mo Ali Cox with Trey Burton and Jack Doyle down, Mo stepped up, and that's a good thing. Jonathan Taylor, 26 carries, 101 yards, and a touchdown. He was terrific. They just kept handing him the ball and saying, go get us yards, and yelling at the Vikings, see if he can stop us. We're just going to knock you on your ass, and he's going to run for four-plus yards a clip, all right, or about four yards a clip. The defense was really, really good. Uh, Without Malik Hooker most of the game, still three interceptions, terrific. Sacks, uh, they made Kirk Cousins 
look ridiculous. He was 11 of 23 for 113 measly yards. That's a passer rating, good for a passer rating of 15.9. That's not good. Kirk Cousins is paid a lot of money to produce on Sundays, and yesterday, because of the Colts' defense, he didn't produce anything, not at all. Uh, The Vikings, 80 yards rushing, nothing to speak of. The Colts right now lead the NFL in total yards against by about 200 yards. They're playing really good football right now after a week where it looked like Gardner Minshew was, you know, the second coming of Roger Staubach, Terry Bradshaw, and Dan Marino combined into one guy when he went 19 of 20. This week, not so much. They got up on the receivers. They made it uncomfortable for them. They made it hard for the Vikings to do much of anything. Um, Special teams were terrific. Rigoberto, Sanchez, two punts, one down inside the five. Rigoberto is a hell of a weapon, not often used. The Colts threw two games, and it's a shame they're only one and one through those two games. He's punted twice. Both came yesterday. One was a a field position nightmare for the Vikings. Uh, uh, Rodrigo Blankenship, four field goals in four attempts. The long came from 44 yards. Forms were wild yesterday for, for Rodrigo. And then he also tacked on the two extra points. He was perfect yesterday. So maybe he can take a little bit of a deep breath and look ahead to this game in week three not as one where he, you know, if he misses a kick, he's out on the street for the rest of his life. Uh, the bad for the Colts, minus the injuries. Here's the bad. The, the, the ugly was the injuries. Here's the bad. Michael Pittman, two illegal blocks in the back. Braden Smith, a false start and a hold. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, the drop of a touchdown pass that was right in his hands. Um, the play of the game, that's the play of the game is Phillip Rivers conveying a ball more than 50 yards in the air to uh, T.Y. Hilton in the end zone. Granted, T.Y. didn't catch it, but he was right there in his hands. A perfect throw. I didn't think Phillip Rivers could do it because all throughout camp, he never threw that pass. He never threw a pass that hard or with that amount of zip. And I didn't think he could. So I thought, holy crap, all year long, we're going to face defenses that throw eight guys in a box Jonathan Taylor is going to be hamstrung. We can't block, you know, eight guys with six guys. And so it's going to be tough sledding for the running game. It's going to be tough to protect uh, because you're going to have receivers who aren't going to be able to clear for a while. And Phillip Rivers can only throw the short ball. Well, yesterday, Phillip Rivers showed that he's capable of doing more than throwing the short ball. And that, I think, is going to be absolutely critical for this team moving forward because it makes them... Like I said, multidimensional, and it gives teams something else to think about good for the Indianapolis Colts. But let's be careful about this because like, what we like to do is reverse engineer winning, right? Where we say, okay, the Colts won. Well, they ran the ball a bunch of times and they threw it 25 times. So let's do that and then we win. That's not the way it works. The way it works is, you, you don't win because of a statistical, you know, kind of goalpost that you set. You're winning, so you get to attack in that way. You get what I'm saying? Like, if the Colts are behind 28-11 instead of ahead 28-11, Phillip Rivers is winging a ball 
all the time. He's throwing and throwing and throwing and throwing and throwing, right? It's the result. It's the score currently that drives the strategy. It's not the strategy necessarily that drives the result. You get what I'm saying? So don't uh, get all anxious to reverse engineer this win and say all the Colts need to do to beat the Jets is have Rivers throw it 25 times and Jonathan Taylor gets to run for 101 times or 101 yards. If you do that, you're you're going to hyper-mathematicalize football, and that's never a good idea. The Jets, the Jets suck. The Colts are 10-point favorites. I take the Colts all day, uh, minus 10. Absolutely. The Colts or the Jets are terrible. A uh, replay of Super Bowl three, for goodness sake. But Sam Darnold is not Joe Willie Namath, okay? And and the weapons, look, at the age of 37, Frank Gore is the bell cow running the football for the New York Jets. That's where this team is. They keep losing guys on defense. Uh, yesterday, Jimmy Garoppolo, before he got hurt, he was 14 of 16. Uh, this is a team that you should be able to build beat handily. I believe that the Colts will. Uh, yeah, Sam Darnold, in the two weeks that the uh, the NFL has been live and the Jets have played, the Jets are over 0-2. Oh, Sam Darnold, 21 of 35 and 21 of 32 for a combined right about 400 yards. He's not going to win you games. Might not lose you games, but he's not going to win you games. Um, and, and Frank Gore, at the age of 37, he's, he, you can't expect him to continue to be able to get it done for the Jets. In fact, he hasn't gotten it done. So, uh, and love Frank Gore. He's going to be coming back to Indianapolis. And I'm telling you, there's not a better guy in the NFL than Frank Gore. Fantastic dude. And, and I just walking up and saying hello to him and talking to him for a minute, whether you were recording something or not in the Colts locker room was always an absolute joy because Frank loved what he did here in Indianapolis. Still loves what he's doing. Other running backs, they go away. Frank Gore just keeps churning and churning and churning and churning. Let's talk about the Indiana Pacers. Pacers still in search of a head coach. They have, uh, according to media reports from guys like Sham Sharania and, uh, of course, Woj, they have about 12 candidates. They're going to try to whittle that down to six and then kind of hammer away at that list and get their top guy. And, and that's the guy or woman, Becky Hammond, could be the, the candidate who wins this thing, who, who wins that job. Or it could be a guy like Billy Donovan, who reportedly has already interviewed. It could be a, uh, a, a guy like Mike Brown, who was an assistant coach with the Pacers back from like 02 to 04 for two seasons. Then a head coach with the Cavaliers, head coach with the Lakers, head coach with the Cavs again. Always does a good job. He's the associate head coach for the Golden State Warriors, so he's got that going for him. A guy who communicates well with players, which is a good thing. And then you've got the assistants that they're going to continue to talk to. An assistant for the Heat, Craig, they're going to talk to that guy. Becky Hammond, they're going to talk to Becky and and try to find somebody. I, I hope it's not Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan, if you look at the numbers over the last four seasons, him as head coach of the Oklahoma City Thunder and Nate McMillan is the head coach of the Pacers. Those numbers are really, really close together. Really close. And to me, you're just hiring a, a white version, a, a, that coach, but white. Instead of Nate 
I, I don't get it. I don't like it. I, I don't think it's necessarily an upgrade. And, and I would question the need to fire Nate McMillan if all you're going to do is replace him with Billy Donovan. Uh, let's talk about Paul George for just a minute. Paul George, according to Sham Sharania, after the season was over, the Nuggets, they eliminated the Clippers. Paul George got up in the locker room and told his teammates that he wanted a commitment from all of them to come back, work hard, and let's go after this thing again. His teammates rolled their eyes in response to Paul George doing that because what Paul George did not do during that series against the Nuggets was accept any accountability whatsoever for the result of that series. And a lot of it had to do with Paul George. Paul George, in Game 7, stunk on ice. He was not good. He's 4-16 from the field, like 2 of 11 from beyond the arc. Paul George does not know who he is. Trying to stand up and be a leader when you can't lead yourself, that's problematic. That doesn't make a lot of sense. And the Clippers, to their credit, are smart enough to know it. The Pacers, they were smart enough to know it. The Thunder, they were smart enough to know it. Now the Clippers are smart enough to know it. Paul George has got to figure out who he is and how he wants to comport himself as a member of that team on the court and off if he's going to be a leader. You have got to sacrifice. You have got to accept accountability for a disaster like what happened against the Denver Nuggets. That is a leader. A leader stands up and says, that's on me. I have got to find a way to play better than that. Absolutely on me. It's my responsibility that we lost this damn thing. You didn't hear Paul George talking about that. And, and you saw where he was pointing at other guys for making mistakes and then blaming others for turnovers that were correctly assessed to Paul George. That's Paul George. That's why he's not a member of the Indiana Pacers anymore. Besides what, uh, you know, him making it known to Kevin Pritchard that he didn't want to come back and was not going to sign an extension which is something he should have done. Here, I think he could have figured it out. There, in L.A., he has no chance to figure it out because people are so busy blowing smoke up his ass that he and he doesn't have the wherewithal to understand it and to reject it. Don't listen to the praise. Don't listen to the criticism. Be the best you can be every day. And when you're not the best you can be, find a way to get there and be the best you can be. One thing I want to leave you with, All right, today. I was thinking about this today. Uh, You're never going to convince people that you're right and they're wrong in their political beliefs. Whatever their political beliefs are, you're never going to get them to pivot from what those political beliefs are. So what are you doing? Why are we arguing about politics and about political ideology when there is no chance for anybody to change their mind? When was the last time you changed your mind? about a political issue. When was the last time you listened to somebody and said, hmm, you know what? By God, that's true. I've been wrong all these years. I'm voting for the wrong people. i got to get out there and vote and campaign for the other guys. That never, ever happens. Never. Nobody does that. Breakfast with Kent tomorrow morning, straight up at 8 o'clock on Facebook Live, and then immediately thereafter on Periscope and Twitter, a show so nice we do it twice, all brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Give them a call, 317-849-2933. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning.